Hello, Mama. I hope you are having a glorious day wherever you are out in Southern California. The sun is shining. It's been so lovely lately. Praise the Lord. I got to go on a hike with the kids last week, which was so fun. A little bit challenging, just me and the two kids, but it was so worth it and so much fun. And I guess I shouldn't brag too much. I know not all of you are in the middle of this beautiful weather, but hey, wherever you're at in your year, I know there's listeners from all over the world. There is sun coming at some point. So I'm excited for you. And there's so much fun to be had in the winter too, but I am enjoying the sun. I hope you are having a good day wherever you're at. Maybe you're on the way to drop off your kids at school. Maybe you're headed to work. Maybe you're Uh, getting ready for the day wherever you are. I'm so, so honored and grateful to be a part of your day. I can't tell you how much it means to me. It still blows me away when I stop and think about it um, and hear from you and just, just crazy. God is crazy. He's incredible. So praise his name and um, I'm excited to be here. Okay. So today we're going to talk about teenagers and we're not going to go into all of the nuances of parenting them and discipline and all of that. But um, I do want to share my tips for how to connect with them, how to engage in a conversation with them. Because I know for many of you, uh, this can be really challenging. I know for, for so many of us, teenagers can often be very withdrawn and very in their head and not wanting to share. And so I want to share with you some of what I have found to be helpful. Now, I'm not a mom of a teenager, so obviously this is just coming from my limited perspective. But as a therapist, one of my favorite people to work with were teenagers. And the more shut down and uh, their walls were high and they had all kinds of trauma, the, the more of that that they came with, kind of the more I loved them. I mean, there's just something that grabs my heart about teenagers that are hurting. Um, I don't want them to be hurting, but I love getting the opportunity to connect with them and to try and get into their world. And so I would love to share with you some of the things that I've learned about how to do that and what it looks like and just how to engage in conversations that matter with them. So for all of you parents of teenagers or maybe your your kids are coming up on it um, and you're starting to see some of these ways that uh, teenagers can begin to, to be shut down sometimes. I hope that you'll be encouraged by this. And before we jump in, I just want to remind you, you know, listening to the podcast is great. But if you are feeling like you really want to implement this stuff, you really want to take what you're hearing and learning and uh, implement it into a way that is going to transform your life, I would love to help you with that. We will have another round of the Morning Mama Academy coming up soon. I'm going to be releasing some details in the next few weeks about that. But I also have individual coaching. And for some of you, that's going to be the right answer. You don't want to do the group program. You want to, you know, you don't want to go through all the the online content. You just want some coaching and you know that you need it. And so I would love love to walk with you through that. I have so much fun with my coaching clients and we uh, we always start with restoration theory model and we dive into that and that can help you with every single relationship in your life, can help you understand every interaction that you have with people that is uncomfortable and it is such a powerful tool. Trust me, or I, I, I trust the clients that I've had. Um, 
it's it's so incredible. And then we we take that and we go into every area of your life and we go into your relationship with God and we go into your calling and really whatever you're bringing forward that you want to focus on. It can be any of that, your your kids, your your marriage, your calling, your relationship with God, all of it. We can go into all of it and it's just the best time. So make sure if, if you feel like God is leading you to take some action, to take some steps where you're actually implementing some of this stuff, hearing is one thing and that's great. It's good inspiration. And maybe you're even, you know, pulling a pen out sometimes and that's great, but it's not going to be life-changing until you fully sit down and implement it. So my encouragement to you is uh, take the step, ask some questions, dive in and email me at support at morningmama.co and I'll send you the rates and we can talk more about what that looks like. You can book a free 20 minute discovery call and I would love to talk with you about what that is going to look like. So that's my encouragement. Now let's hop into today's episode. I'm so excited to talk about teenagers, especially grumpy ones. (laughs) So great. Welcome to the Morning Mama podcast, where it is time to wake up to the life you were created for. Come join me on a journey to heal from your past, craft a healthy, joy-filled life, and discover the gifts and passions inside of you that the world needs. Hi, I'm Brittany, a former marriage and family therapist who is ready to help you grab hold of your courage, step out in faith, and discover that your life can become more than you ever dreamed possible. This is Morning Mama, a place for you to throw off all that has been holding you back and run into true freedom. Okay, so we're talking about teenagers. You know, probably the reason why I love them so much is because I was the worst teenager. My parents can tell you all about it. My dad is editing this right now. He's probably laughing and nodding his head. My mom is listening to this. You guys are the best parents. Um, But I was horrible. I was very angry. I was very cut off. I was awful to my parents. I was super rebellious. I made a lot of bad decisions. I was just a mess, like the traditional kind of teenager you see in the movies. And it was really rough. So I, I don't know if that is what has birthed this interest. You know, God takes all pain and turns it for good. And so maybe that's it. I don't know. But I love these teenagers. And so I just want to share with you a few tips about how you can communicate with them in a way that you're going to be able to get them to open up and connect with you, especially if you haven't established this relationship with them yet. You know, I think this is something that we, as if we start when they're really young, we can kind of establish and maintain, but not all of us know how to do that. Not all of us didn't even knew that was like an option, you know? And so sometimes we're faced with teenagers and we don't know what to do with them. And so for those of you that uh, have that and you've been challenged by communicating with your teenager and you just don't understand them and you just don't know how to get across to them, like any form of communication, then this is for you. So these are some like very practical tips, but I believe they're going to bless you. And this is really tips you can use with anyone that's shut off. It can be an adult, it can be a younger kid, uh, you know, but you know, typically teenagers are the ones uh, this can be most effective with, but really just take these for everyone. So get out some paper and a pen so you can write down some of these concepts so you can remember this when it comes to talking to your teenager. So first of all, be super chill. <laughs> You've heard me share this in another episode before, but The key here is to not be too excited. You got to look like you don't really care. You got to kind of just 
Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. Interesting. Yeah, okay. Like, don't get too excited with your voice, teenagers. Do not like that. <laughs> now, you know, we, we're we not trying to, uh, in all of these tips, like, I don't want you to think we're trying to say that it's okay for them to be disrespectful. Like, that. that's not what we're saying. But if we can meet them on their level... Well, while making sure everyone is honoring and respecting each other, then we can connect to them in a, in a little bit of a better way. And so being really chill and just kind of like, you know, it's not a big deal. Everything's fine. Like even, even some of the stuff in their life, you know, you can get excited a little bit and be like, well, that's really awesome. But like, don't be like, oh my gosh, that's so great. Like, <laughs> I don't know. Teenagers are just super uh, have this weird thing about being too excited about things. So just keep that in mind. Just be chill. It's cool. It's cool. And along with that, (laughs) and even as you're trying to be chill, you can use the second one is make fun of yourself. So again, we want to, no, we're not trying to like allow them to be disrespectful or, you know, we're not, uh, doing that to ourselves. We're not, not honoring ourselves, but we're just going to be silly a little bit. Like, oh yeah, you know, I, I know I just asked so many questions. I just really, really want to know. I know I'm like, I'm trying to be chill right now. I'm just so chill and I'm just really bad at being chill because I'm just a really excited person. And I know, I know that's hard. <laughs> like, Just be silly, make fun of yourself. Or like, you know, if they're into uh, a certain game or social media or something like, I don't understand that at all. I am so uncool or like a fashion, right? I am super uncool. Can you help me understand like what that is all about? And, you know, just kind of making light of things like, you know, pulling out the mom card, like, I know I'm a mom. I'm so uncool, but I really just care about knowing you. And so you're just going to have to deal with that. Like being silly, being lighthearted, being chill, like just kind of kind of go in like rolling, not in this like authoritarian, I'm the parent, you must respond to me and I'm going to teach you all the things. Just kind of meet them where they're at. And when you do something nerdy, like own it. Like, yep, I'm a nerdy parent because <laughs> that's kind of parents role is to be nerdy. Like, I just, I think it's part of it and I love it. So just own that. Make fun of yourself for doing the the awkward mom dance or like whatever it is. Just be silly. Okay. Okay. So be super chill. Make fun of yourself. Okay. The next one's a little more serious. It's to speak life into them. So look at what, who they are. Look at their life and, and call out the specific things that you see inside of them, that the things that God has placed in them. And, you know, even for teenagers that are so deep in the muck of pain, you know, because again, I'm talking through the lens of when I worked with teenagers that often were in foster care and were in really broken homes and uh, the survivors of abuse. And, you know, all of these things were, were warring against them. And so they have all of these walls up. And often all that they hear from people all day long is what they're doing wrong. They're not listening. They're not respecting. They're not getting their homework done. They're not good enough on their homework. They're not keeping the room clean, which again, we we do want to uphold these these rules in our home. However, we have to couple that with speaking life into them. 
to to help them see all of the good things that are in them that don't often get called out. We have to to look at all and and you can find this in anyone. Doesn't matter again how broken or how how much they've gone through, there is something in them and so as you you know see them doing well at something even if it's like you know, social media posts, right? Like, hey, wow, I really love how you wrote that. That's really cool. Um, Hey, I love how you framed that shot. That's really artistic. Or, hey, I love how you put together that outfit. It's so creative. I could have never done that. That's really unique. Those colors put together in those patterns, but it really works. And I'm really impressed by that. And wow, who you are, you are so strong and courageous to persevere through this situation at school. I know this, uh, this girl is really giving you a hard time and I'm so proud of you for persevering and, and pushing through and, and choosing to do the right thing, right? Calling them out for all these things and all of these little ways that you see are, Hey, I know it's been really hard with your friend this year. and I'm so proud of you for speaking truth to her and helping her see that her choices aren't going to lead to anything good. And I'm so proud of you for being a good friend to her. And you know, like there's a million different little opportunities all over the place to speak this life into them, to call out the good things that are inside of them. Sometimes it's like the deeper stuff that God has planted in them. Like, wow, you're so creative or wow, you are so articulate, such a good writer. Like, um, and sometimes it's like these little things that they do, right? So all of it, just make sure if you're needing to correct them and discipline them, make sure that you are also speaking life because that is key. And they hear you, even if they're acting like they're too cool or like they don't, they're not listening to what you're saying. They are hearing every word that you say. Okay. The next thing is to ask a lot of questions. Lots of questions, good quality questions. Dive in, ask them about their world, ask them about their friends, ask them what they think of things. Like, hey, you know, even if it's current events, hey, what are your thoughts on what's going on? Or, you know, ask them what their thoughts on what's like a situation that's happening at school with a friend. Ask them how they're feeling about things. Dive into everything you can think of and ask lots and lots of questions. And then make fun of yourself some more, right? Like, gosh, I know I'm asking so many questions. Uh, I just really love you. I just really want to know everything about you. (laughs) Right? Just be silly. Um, And so when you ask a lot of questions, make sure you leave so much room to listen and truly listen. Like, don't just listen to correct. Don't just listen to discipline. Don't just listen to uh, get information to hold against them or to prove a point. Like, actually just listen, hear what they think, hear their perspective. Now, I'm not saying there's not a place afterwards to correct or to share what the Bible says, but but you want to go in first with a heart of truly wanting to understand them. Think about when someone is talking to you and you know they're they're wanting to just make a point and they're kind of listening to you, but they're it's just like a halfway kind of listen. You know that they're just trying to make their point right now and like it, it shuts you down. Like you can feel when people are doing that and our teenagers absolutely are picking up on that. So make sure your goal is not correction in those moments. Your goal is not to 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 put them back on the path. Your goal is to hear and 
and understand and see what they're feeling and see what their world looks like. And often we can we can use questions to then get them back on the right path. Like, especially if we've been talking to them about God their whole lives, we can say like, okay, so this is what's going on. Hey, any idea like what you think God would want you to do? Or, hey, what do you think the Bible says about this? Or, hey, you know, can even if you do want to encourage them and, and give them some advice or direct them, say, hey, can I encourage you? Hey, can I share with you some ideas I have from something I've gone through or from something that God has kind of smacked me over the head with? You know, be real about your flaws in the middle of this, right? Like, don't go in acting like you're perfect, like you've never made any mistakes. That is a huge mistake. <laughs> you want to, to let them know you're human. That's so helpful because they're struggling. They're trying to figure out life. They're trying to figure out where they fit into this world and what they believe and what their values are. And they're making mistakes just like we do all the time. And so we have to make sure we're being humble and sharing that we have messed up along the way too. And we have made mistakes and we're still making mistakes. And so make sure you're being open about those things. And if you are going to tell a story about yourself or encourage them in some way, make sure you don't do it too soon. Like make sure you get a full picture of what they want to share. Get a full picture of what their world is like. You really understand where their heart is at. You really understand their motivations and their thoughts and their feelings before you divert the conversation to a solution or the Bible or to your own story because you want them to feel heard and important. We all want that. And so just be careful on the timing of that. Just the the rule of thumb would just to be to give it a lot longer than you think. Like give the silence a lot longer and wait till they're fully done talking. Um, and, and along with silence, like if your if your teen is struggling to start talking, it's okay to leave like a, a lot of awkward silence. And awkward silence usually uh, feels a lot longer than it is. So press into it. Just be comfortable with that. And you could, you know, again, throw out a silly comment to make fun of yourself. Like, oh man, I guess I'm just okay with awkwardness. I am just going to sit here because I really want to hear what you have to say. So I'm going to be awkward and stare at you. (laughs) Again, right? Be silly. Okay. (laughs) In everything that we're doing, we can be silly and make it fun. So leave a lot of silence, a lot of silence. Okay. Another like super practical tip is as you're having these conversations, sit side by side. Don't sit across the table from them. Don't be looking straight at them, especially for teens that are struggling to open up. This is going to be a lot harder for them. They're going to be more challenged to open up to you. They're going to be, uh, have their walls up higher. Now everyone's a little different. I used to try this with some of my teenage clients and they'd be like, why are you trying to sit side by side with me? Like I wouldn't sit right next to them, but they would still feel weird. Like they're like, you know, I want to sit across the table from you. I'm like, okay, that's fine. So, you know, if, if your teen is like, this is weird, like don't do that, but it's something that can really help. Um, and another thing is to do these kind of conversations while you're doing something else. So driving is one of the biggest hacks to teens. As you're driving somewhere, take them on a long drive. And this is one of the best places to have these kind of conversations. They're going to be so much more open. You're sitting side by side. You're doing something else. that's kind of distracting. It's this safe space in the car. You can't even really look over them a ton because you're driving. And so they're going to feel a safer to open up. So that's one of the best things. You can also do it like playing like a a card game. I know I do this with a lot of teens in therapy is, you know, just play Uno, something mindless while you're talking to them. Now, sometimes it can be a distracting, but sometimes that those distractions are nice because then it's like, 
they don't get too awkward. You could have that little point of connection when it's getting too uh, intense. And so, you know, figure out for your teen what that looks like. Maybe it's going on a walk. That can be a huge thing. Take them on a walk if they're up for that. Um, figure out a way that you can be doing an activity with them and having a conversation because that's going to help them attend to open up. Um, another thing that you're going to want to do is to really find their interests. Their interests, even if you think they're ridiculous interests, I don't even know what teens are into this. I keep saying social media because that's like all I know, but I'm so out of the loop on teenagers now. So I don't even know what they think is cool. So like, isn't, cause I was going to say Minecraft, but isn't that for younger kids? I don't know. Uh, I have a three-year-old. He's my oldest. So I'm out of the loop on this, but whatever those, those things you think are so ridiculous. So let's say it is social media. I know that is a big one for a lot of teens, which, uh, you know, also be, be cautious of their social media use. That's a whole separate conversation, but you know, say that they are a teen that is on social media, ask them like what they think about it. Or if they've posted something, ask them to tell you about it. Like let them talk about their thoughts on it. Let them to tell you about their areas of interest. Maybe it's art. Maybe it's, um, animals. I don't know. Writing, um, just different things. And even if it's something you think is ridiculous and you have no interest in it, fake interest, because it's really not fake because you're interested in your child. And so, what your child cares about, you care about. And so just go in and listen and ask questions. And here's part of it is let them be the expert. Let them teach you something. Remember, like, let kind of talk, make fun of yourself in it. Like, I have no idea how to even, like, click this open. How do, how do you even, like, use this application? <laughs> I sound like I'm 80, but really that's how me and technology are. That's authentic. Oh gosh. Uh, pray for me. Um, really? (laughs) So, but let them be the expert. Let them teach you about something that you have no idea about. And yeah, again, this, these tips can work for younger kids too, because they love to get to teach you something. They love to be in that expert role and you just want to be really engaged and listen. Okay. Another, just a point that I want to talk about is don't give up. Don't give up if the conversation is hard, if it's not going anywhere. Don't just give up and walk away and not try again, because that's just going to communicate to them that you don't care. That's just going to reinforce this idea. Cause maybe, maybe the reason, right? There's some underlying reason why they're not opening up. It could be uh, fear because they don't think you're going to approve of what they have to say. It could be they don't feel good enough because you're always uh, critiquing them and criticizing them. It could be, you know, so many they don't, that you don't, they don't feel loved by you. They don't really feel like you care about them. Uh, it can be so many different things. And so if you try and have this conversation and you're getting nowhere and you just walk away and you don't try again, that's just going to reinforce whatever belief was there. They're just not good enough. You just don't love them, you know? And, you know, while they are responsible for their own feelings, we also have to be the parents in this situation, be the adults and press in and, and make ourselves a fool because there's nothing more important than this, this relationship with them. Like we have to figure out how to form this connection with them. And so don't give up, be really awkward. Let it get awkward. That's okay. You know, you want to respect their boundaries too. Like if you've been trying for a while and they're, you know, asking you to leave, say, okay, well, I I hear you. And I, I know that you're asking for some space right now. 
just know that we're going to try and have this conversation again. I'm not giving up on you. I love you too much for that. So mm, we're going to try this again another day, you know, um, make sure that you know, they know that you're not giving up. You're going to keep pressing in and do it. Don't give up. Keep pressing in. Even if it means months that you press in with no success, don't give up. And even if it, there's conversation, but it feels so surface level, same thing I would say to you. Don't give up. Keep pressing forward. You have to earn their trust. And if you haven't earned it yet, you've got to show them that you're trustworthy, that you're going to listen to them. You're not just going to judge what they say. You're going to guide them and lead them as a parent. However, you're also going to hear them. You're going to sit with them. You're going to be empathetic. You're going to meet them where they're at and love on them. You know, don't be afraid to pray for them too at the end of the conversation or in the middle of the conversation if you don't know what to say or something really heavy is coming up. Like love on them speak life into them and pray for them right there. Pull them into your arms and pray for them. How impactful would that be if they, if they saw you doing that? Now, the last point that I want to say is something we kind of talked a lot about when we were going over the episodes, protecting your kids. And it's just this, to, to have the hard conversations about the awkward stuff with your kids. Don't uh, beat around the bush. Don't avoid the topics that are a little sticky and you don't know how to exactly talk about it and you're not sure what they think about it. And so you'd rather just avoid it. And it makes sense. I get it. However, those are the conversations you actually need to press into the most with. Those are key conversations that they need. They need your guidance as parents to continue to lead them even as teenagers. And so, you know, make sure you ask questions, make sure you get their viewpoints uh, and, and share some of yours. Remember in the ways that we talked about after a long time and making sure you're, you're, uh, you know, doing it in a loving way that's honoring of them. And you're, you're sharing about your own flaws and your own struggles along with it. But don't avoid these conversations. They are so essential. Talk about sex. Talk about sexuality. Talk about the things happening in schools. Talk about, I mean, just the hot topics of the world, vaccines and masks and um, uh, politics. Like, talk about it with them. Help them navigate all of these crazy things that even as adults we're trying to figure out. And, and, you know, obviously you have to figure out what age they're at and if this is appropriate, but really like as much as you can, you want to equip them and teach them and, and have these conversations so they're ready to go out into the world and have a biblical worldview. And so if we're not talking about these things, where are they learning about them, right? It's it, from the news, from friends at school, places that we probably, that, that probably don't align with the biblical worldview. And so it is your job to pour that into your kids. So I hope this encourages you and excites you. So if you have a teenager, go and try this. Go and just take them for a drive. Go and take them shopping or to get a favorite tree, but just make sure it's far away. <laughs> and I'll start try and have some of these conversations. Try and open up. Try and get them to open up about what's going on. Don't be discouraged. If it doesn't work, it's okay. Try again another day. And do not give up because your kids need you. I'm excited to hear about the conversations that you have with your teenagers. Make sure you hop into the Facebook group to tell us about them. I would love to hear how it went. What did you try? How did it go? What did you What did you learn? So exciting. And you can find it at bit.ly, B-I-T dot L-Y slash Morning Mama Facebook group. Or you could uh, find the link in the show notes. I would love to see over there me and Lauren uh 
lead the group and I would love to get to know your story and hear about your teenagers. So, and let me know if you have more questions. I would love to answer more. I don't know that I have all of the answers. Again, I'm not a parent of a teen. However, I do love them. They're so special and cool and it's just such an honor to get to be close to one. So make sure you see it that way. Make sure you uh, remind yourself when it's really hard that it's an honor to get to be a parent of a teenager. They're, they're incredible people that are about to, you know, be the, the main leaders of our world. Like they're coming up, they're about to take over the world. They're world changers. And so we need to treat them as such. All right, let me pray for you. God, I thank you for our teenagers. I thank you that they are so unique and wonderful and challenging. And God, I thank you that you've equipped every parent to be a parent to that teen, God. And so I just pray right now that you would instill confidence, instill patience, instill love into the parents that are listening, God, that you would equip them for these conversations with their teenagers that that you are, are longing for them to have, God, that you want them to pour in their wisdom and their time into these teenagers because you have called these teens to big things. And as the parents speak into them, you're gonna you're gonna ignite those things in the teens. And so Lord, we just thank you for what you're doing in our families and we thank you that we can trust you with our teenagers, that that you have plans for them, God, plans to flourish them, Lord. And so I just pray for extra wisdom for everyone that's a parent of a teen, Lord, that you would just heap that wisdom on them so that they would be equipped to make these hard decisions and these hard calls and have these hard conversations, God. But I know you're going to be right there with them in it. So we thank you and we love you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Love you, Mama. If you've found hope and inspiration in today's episode, then hit subscribe. Make sure you don't miss a moment on this journey of healing. Want to help more mamas enter into the hope and freedom you have found? Please take a moment to leave a review. This helps so much to get Morning Mama seen so that more mamas can find this space. Lastly, please come say hi in our Facebook group, Morning Mama Collective. I would love to meet you and learn your story. Let me know where you're getting stuck in your healing journey so that you can help inspire more episodes. I am so grateful for you, Mama, and I cannot wait to see all that God has in store for you.